Hey, this is Rihanna. Hi, I'm Rita Ora. We're the Chainsmokers. This is Imagine Dragons. Hey, what's up? It's Fear Rexa. I'm Don Diablo. Hey, Moscow. This is Julie Lipa. Hi, this is Calvin Harris. This is Isama Van Buren on Capital FM Moscow. Capital FM Moscow. Capital FM Moscow. The one and only English-speaking station in Moscow. Capital FM. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that last little one with Gwen Stefani and no doubt. Uh, that game, of course, finished 3-2 for Manchester United. So, uh, yeah, that was that's uh, not going well for Jurgen Klopp and his boys in red. OK, he was hoping that, of course, uh, losing to Burnley would be a new start for them. But that is not the uh, case. Uh, also, one more we did mention about uh, Rafa Benitez maybe going to Celtic and also Newcastle, of course, are looking to try and get it back as well. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Okay, at 11 o'clock, Everton are kicking off against Sheffield Wednesday. That is, of course, at Goodson Park. So let's see what's going to happen there. Earlier on today, Leicester beat Brentford 3-1. Burnley won 3-0 against Fulham. Burnley having a good week. And, of course, we mentioned already, Chelsea won 3-1. Now, uh, yesterday, of course, there was a full round of FA Cup games. Uh, and actually, one of the, the Premier League as well. Uh, Aston Villa beating Newcastle United 2-0. Steve Bruce looks like he's gone, gone completely. Uh, Arsenal lost 1-0 to Southampton. Barnsley 1-0 against uh, Norwich City and and the other one that was interesting of course was Man City having to field their best players to beat Cheltenham Town 3-1 right um, the most important time of year for a lot of people and for me especially is the transfer window time so we are delighted to have back on our great friends from the Transfer Exchange Football <laughs> Show uh, Steve and Kieran. Um boys I'm going to start off to welcome you both on I'm going to start with Steve Steve um, anything interesting this week turning up anything that you guys have predicted that has come through. True. Uh, hello there, Alan. First, and listeners out there, it's great, great to be back on. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's the, the main thing that's happened this week is the uh, the Martin Odegaard um, loan signing um, from from Real Madrid. He's he's not got well with um, Zidane over the past few months now. He's been sidelined, um, got to train on his own. So he's came through. That's a, that's a big thing for Arsenal um, for the com- next coming six months. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that is the, that's the biggest thing that's going to happen. Um, there's the Joshua Serki um, signing that uh, we look like is going to happen, um, that's going to come through for, for Everton. Um, so that's going to be a good, good uh, signing for Everton. And, of course, the, we've got the big Mr. Ozil um, thing, which is now done and dusted. Uh, he's he's off to um, Fenerbahce, and you know, good luck to him. Um, he's obviously hasn't played for Arsenal for a long while, so he needs to get some game time there. Good luck to him. Okay, that is good. Again, we we've been looking at the Mesut Ozil one, so it is a good move. Kieran, is that a good move for Ozil himself? I mean, because he's you know he's not getting any younger, but uh, it looks like the 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 fans. Well, not it looks like the fans have been asked to help pay his wages. Um, I mean, he's he's going to be lauded as a hero over there, isn't he? Um, and, and the thing that I found mad the other day was that Mr. Erz was only 32 years of age. So you say he's not, he's getting on, but he's, he spent two years at Arsenal basically not playing, um, which should have been his peak years, which is, which is really sad. So I do think he'll do well over in Fenerbahce. I think it will take a little bit of time to sort of probably get back to match fitness. Cause as I said, he, he hasn't played a game like properly in, in, a, in about a year. Um, but I think, I think it'll be a successful signing. 
Okay. Just, just it being there, and, and it's enough for them, I think. Just going to stick with you, Kieran, at the moment, because uh, we've got a question is, um, well, a, a, couple, a few different questions have come in. Uh, one is uh, from Lookman, so Lookman, how are you doing? And his question is that, uh, that there's, you know, there's no how say a player to get the best award in football. Who do you reckon has been the best player uh, last year that should be moving in this transfer window? Um, the best player that should be moving. Um, oh, that's a tough question. What best player in the world that should be moving in the next I, 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 Yeah, look, look, man. I know he's from Algeria, so he's 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 probably looking for a, an African player. But he's uh, anyone you think should be moving. Oh, oh I, well, in the summer, in the summer, the biggest one I think could potentially be is um, Mbappe. Um, he's not really signed. He's not signed a contract. They're talking about um, uh, whether he's going to sign a contract. They've been sitting down with PSG at the moment, but. Um, if you if you follow the the ins and outs of what Mbappe's kind of career, he, he's kind of set his path himself. He's, he's he's down to a year left in his contract at the end of this season, um, which gives him a bit more power and leverage with regards to um, where he goes next because they don't probably don't want to risk losing him on a free. So um, their 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 first and foremost priority is, is trying to get him sign a, a long term deal. But um, I think that's one you probably need to look out for in the next in the next few months. Okay, Steve, um, we're, we're coming up now close to the end of the transfer window. What do you see happening? Is there anything from your insiders that might be you know going to happen? Because we were talking last week about Liverpool needing to strengthen up, um, that people might be on the move, um, like Mane and Salah. But like, what 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 are you hearing right now in relation to the top five clubs? Well, if you, if, you, if you start with, uh, with with Liverpool, like you said, um, there, there don't seem to be uh, a lot of movement at all coming coming from Liverpool. Um, there, there's been the, the talk of uh, Upamecano coming in as a centre half, which I think they which I think they desperately need. Um, if, if they need, I mean, I was watching them today. It, it was just prime to see that without mm. Virgil Van Dijk, um, they, they they won't be going on to to win the title this year. So it's very important that they uh, get a centre back. Upamecano has been the one. That's um, been spoken about. Um, Fern, um, Firmino is, uh, has been told, looked upon as if he's going to move on. Um, he's, he's had another terrible game today. Uh, and there's talk of Pats and Dacker coming in in, uh, in January, but that's going to be a bit of a fight because um, they want to keep him until the summer. Uh, Manchester City, um, I mean, they've, they've just. They've, they've just um, not luck, I suppose. I mean, they've brought in Ruman Diaz, who. Who is the Virgil Van Dyke of Liverpool? Um, and you know they, they, they've brought in the uh, Cancelo, uh, which they as a left back. I mean these these two players they didn't even know that they they, they needed and they had basically on their doorstep. Um, so it saved them a lot of money. Uh, and and then you go into teams like um, Manchester United, um, and after a few weeks, I mean they must be sitting there upstairs rubbing their hands thinking that they may not have to say spend any money at all um, but uh, they're, they're more looking at getting players out they, this, you know and that's what they're doing and that's what they're working with at the moment Tottenham won't be don't look like they're bringing anybody in um, and uh, Leicester uh, just told us just before today but just just before we come on actually that uh, they're, they're going to be looking at Danny Ings in the, in the uh, January summer window uh, along with Everton yeah, because so, I mean that's uh, the, the Southampton player because he has what a year or has he only got half a year left? Is he free in the summer or next summer? He's, he's got eighteen months left. Eighteen months. Eighteen yeah, months. Yeah. Okay, that 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 yeah. makes sense. 
Listen, um, Kieran, mm. um, just on that, um, looking at some of the players moving, we saw Paul Pogba putting in another good performance today. Uh, is he playing for a good transfer move or is he actually trying to play, you know, to actually live up to his, uh, you know, his, his basically his salary and his uh, transfer transfer fee? Uh, do you know what? I can't even say, you know, but it is it is good just to see a consistent Paul Pogba um playing at his 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 level, um, which is world class. He's been he's been consistent since um this whole debacle with his with his agent. Um whether he put him up to it or not, who knows? Um but but the problem is with, with Paul Pogba is um no one can afford him. Real Madrid haven't got money, I uh Juventus haven't got money. So it, it's where does he go? Um, so w- I don't know whether they're going to try and see out the remainder of his contract, or I, I find it hard to believe that Paul Pop would sign an extension on it. But you never know in football. Um, footballers are very emotional characters, and one minute they could be wanting to go, the next minute it's the, it's, this is the place for them, and they've never ever thought about leaving. So it's it's one to watch. Okay, um, one of you, whoever wants to take this one on, um, Jesse Lingard on his way out of United now. A couple of different clubs around England are looking at him. Uh, Porto apparently are also looking to try and pick him up as well. Um, is he going to go abroad or is he going to stay home? Uh, well, I, 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 I speak to someone pretty close to Manchester United, um, luckily enough, and who is actually a friend of Jesse Lingard's. And he, has, he, sp- he spoke to him actually last week. And Jesse Lingard doesn't want to go. Uh, he, he wants to stay at Manchester United uh, and fight for his place, which um, seems to me that uh, he's, he's going to have a lot of trouble doing um, because uh, I, I can't see getting him in, in front of players like Greenwood, Rashford, Martial, Cavani. Um, but, that, but that's what I'm getting from, from Jesse Lingard. Um, he, I'm, I'm, I've got a funny feeling he will move on. Um, Newcastle are heavily linked and, and so are West Brom. Um, but these are just loans. Okay. These, these would be just loans for the, till the end of the season. Okay, so just give them some game time. Listen, um, mm. a couple of Russian ones that were interesting for us. Um, Alexander Kokorin, the guy who uh, likes to have a bit of a party and uh, wreck the gaff, um, he's gone to Italy to Fiorentina. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> with so many works of arts in Fiorentina after them suffering an earthquake there a few <laughs> years ago. Um I don't know if he's the right guy for them, but what's it? What's the word on the on, on the wire for uh, Fiorentina signing a guy who has great ability but has never seemed to um, you know live up to it? I, I, I was gonna I was gonna ask you, Alan, because um, I'm, I'm sure we spoke about him <laughs> when we had that um, that that meeting. That, we did, that, that, yeah. I'm sure we spoke <laughs> about him. Um, I mean, Italy is a bit all over the place at the moment. I mean. Um, uh, AC Milan was sitting top of the league and they got they got smashed 3-0 against Atalanta. Um Juventus are very hit and miss at the moment with with uh with uh, the new manager. Um legend as a player but not so much as a manager but again it is only just starting. Um so it's it's a tough one. Um but I mean I mean you you said it, these these players are top players in Russia. It's just it's whether they've got the application once they do leave Russia. Um I'm sure. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he'd do well until the end of the season, at least. Yeah, because I mean, this is a guy who he he is very talented, but very, mm-hmm. he has a lot of problems. A lot, like you know, yes. the the lift, you know, the lift doesn't go all the way to the top floor. Let's put it like that. <laughs> and, and that's in it. 
that's in a nice way of putting it. Like he, he is a good guy, like very personal. And I never met him. He's been very kind, very decent. But you know, he has that kind of uh, bit of madness. Now, one of course uh, that is interesting is that Spartak Moscow had sold Quincy Promise uh, to Sevilla, okay, two years ago, and now he looks, or three years ago now, he looks like he's coming back. Um, why, why did Quincy Promise not make it in Spain as much as most people expected he would? Uh, well, uh, for me, Quincy Promise is uh, is an excellent player. I mean, he's, he's not that he's getting on a bit in football years. He's, he gets uh, <coughs> excuse me that late stage of twenty seven, twenty eight. Um, why didn't he? Why didn't he get on in Spain? Um, it's, it's, it's funny, really, because he, he reminds me of that type of player. I mean, he's, he's very nippy, he's very quick, uh, he's very strong, and he's um, just sometimes leagues just just don't suit, just just, just don't suit certain players and. I think for Quincy, um, he just never never got going from the start, um, and uh, he obviously, you know, when he when he just left there, he sort of, you, you know, he's, he's obviously looking much 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 better, um, and I, I think he could play like a Premiership. He's a typical Premiership type of player for me. I think I, I can see him at, uh, you know, uh, quite a few Premiership clubs, but uh, for me, I, I I think we haven't we haven't seen the last of Quincy Promise. Yeah, because it looks like he's coming back to, to, to um, Spartak. They're, only, they're going to pay what they got for him, 12 million euros around that, mm. pl- plus or minus. Um, quick, a few ones before we go away, guys, because um, no, you have a show on, you have a show on after, right after this. Um, Eden Dzeko apparently is on the move from Roma. Could he be a short-term solution for the Liverpool problem up front? I, 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 think, I think Liverpool's... Liverpool's biggest problem, I'd say, is at the back. I mean, I, yeah. feel, I felt sorry for 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 Williams today, um, but t- t- well, that second goal especially was 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 basic, and and he'd be kicking himself as well. You can see how destroyed he was at at the end of the game, and I think now it's it's probably the time that if you was going to play that young player in there, it's time to take that pressure off him. But they don't have that option. Um, they've already absolutely. St- rinse the the hell out of putting their midfielders into centre back and it's just it's just it's not the answer um so uh, although they do have issues up front they did still score two goals past Man United today and, and could have scored more um so i think it's definitely a problem at the back okay um another one as well that is uh that has been sort of like doing the rounds as well um that Tamori who is uh going to AC Milan uh, is that a good move for the young fella I, I think that's an excellent move for tomorrow. Yeah. He's, he's 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 an excellent young centre back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised he's he's, he's gone um, you know Tracy Milan because there was quite a lot of clubs in in the Premiership looking at him. Uh, they, they, he was nailed on to go to Everton at, at one point, um, but yeah, I mean the, he's got such a lot of, of quality about him. He's very strong. He's good. He's very good in the air, uh, and and for a young man, he's. You know, he's got he's got this maturity about him that uh, you know you don't often see. I mean, it's a very when when you play centre backs, you, you're very weary about playing young centre backs. You know, and uh, but he is someone you wouldn't have a problem putting in there. And I, and AC Milan, I, I think as go as defenders go, we all know that the Italian league's probably the best league there is on the planet. Regards as you know, defending. And defenders, so he's going to learn a lot from people. And uh, yeah, I think I think for, for him personally, I, I, I think that's a great move. Okay, yeah, what? yeah go ahead, go what? ahead, Kieran. 
what what I also liked about it as well is he played a lot of games last season. He was one of the main defenders at Chelsea, but you didn't hear one moan out of him um, when he didn't get like hardly any game time since since then. So uh, he's been a uh, model professional as well. I like that. Okay, guys, um, give us a shout out. Where can people? Of course, it's at eleven o'clock Moscow time. Uh, where can people watch the show this evening? Give us the, the shout out so they all know where to go. Yeah, you can catch this on YouTube on KS1 TV. Um, you can catch it on the Transfer Exchange show uh, on, on Twitter. Um, and yeah, we've got um, two of the Chorley players that played against Wolves and Derby uh, on the show, uh, Elliot Newby and uh, uh, William Tom- Tomlinson. We've also got Richie Bennett of, of Stockport County. Uh, and we've got, obviously, we've got Nathan Elliott. Um, former Premier League striker and obviously the, the world famous Steve K <laughs> and the chef listen before you go away guys we're into the break right now so I want to ask you one uh, question it's just, I just want an answer uh, not an expression just an answer uh, for the Premier League title this season Man United or Man City Steve <clears throat> Man City okay Kieran. Uh, May United. Oh, okay, split then. Okay, guys, thank you so, so much for that. <laughs> and uh, fingers crossed, we'll talk to you next week as well because, of course, it is getting, getting very, very hot. Thank you, guys. Have a great show this evening. Thank you thank very, very much. much. Thank you very much, Moscow. Okay, that, of course, is Steve and Kieran from the Transfer Exchange Show. Uh, okay, folks, we're going to break right now with Kaiser Chiefs and Ruby back after the break with a little look inside Moscow's newest and, Manny says, say, best Football Club. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We wanted to rock out a little bit before we uh, brought our next guest on. And a quick um, word as well is that that game, of course, earlier on, United and Liverpool finished 3-2 to United. The next game, of course, is kicking off in around 40 minutes between Everton and Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow, of course, uh, there are some games going on. Wickham and Spurs are playing so Wickham and Spurs and also if you're interested and you can find it somewhere on the internet the Dominican Republic are playing Serbia in the Dominican Republic so war weather training for the Serbs I would love to play I hope if that was a Serbian women's team I'd go play for them just to just to do that so Animac is laughing at me okay um, right so um, a lot of people want to know of course, of course I've, I've worked with football clubs I've worked inside them here in Russia in Malta in Ireland in Germany um, but it's very, very rare we've had on uh, someone who was behind starting a football club that has risen its way up the divisions and has actually you know, been quite good in terms of developing a relationship with fans and with uh, players, local players especially. So I am delighted to welcome on, making his debut in the English language here on Capital Sports this evening with us, Yevgeny Shilenkov of Veles FC. Yevgeny, a very warm welcome. Good evening. Thanks, thanks for the invitation. Okay, so, all right, 2016, um, Vélez kick off in football. Why start a football club, especially in Russia? Um, the foundation of Vélez club, uh, it was a spontaneous decision on the one hand, but uh, in a balancing decision on the other hand. Uh, in football, I was, uh, I was both a player and a football fan, actually, yeah. And uh, but the circumstances uh, circumstances uh, were such that it was an opportunity to myself, the owner of uh, a football club. We started at uh, 2016 in amateur level, and uh, in 2017 we uh, received the professional status. And uh, at the moment we are in the final. Um, in my first presentation, I've. Um, um, I've indicated that we uh, we uh, we were we will be at 2021 in final and 2023 in RPL and I hope that it will be okay. Uh, it will be soon. So okay, uh, so hold on. What year again? 2023 in the Russian Premier League. Is that yeah, correct? I hope so. But actually, uh, it's uh, I had no idea what. Uh, uh, what I was dealing with, and it's, it, actually, it's my—I think it's my desire <laughs> mostly. Okay, that's what I'm going to ask you about that um, because we're going to bring in Andrew Flint, and of course, Andy Mack is here in the studio with us um, with some questions. Um, I mean, what has surprised you so far in you know starting a football club and developing it? And of course, you've risen from amateur to the first level of professional, which is the second division here, the PFL, and then up to the FNL, the Football National League, which is the the league below the Premier Premier League. What has surprised you? What interesting things have happened to you on the way up? I, I, I remember uh, we don't want people suing us and taking us to court for bad things, so keep it nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, actually, there were a lot of surprises. That was prizes uh, from the amateur level to the prof uh, to, from the amateur level to the professional one, and um, each new level um, you are you are faced with a uh, new something uh, you, you are faced with something unexpected. Okay. And um, and can, actually, in my uh, case, it can be changed. Uh, the stadium we had the third one. Uh, we, we have the third one. Uh, now uh, it, 
agency nuances, judicial question, team requirement, and other things. But as for me, the main surprise, main surprise is a lack of economic efficiency. Um, oh, hold on now, hold on. Is this in your club or in football in general? In football in general and for my, uh, my club, my <laughs> okay. club as well. All right, you've been very even, very good. Yeah, because actually I'm uh, a manager in investment business and uh, I, uh, try, uh, I hoped that uh, I uh, can... Uh, can uh, do my best to be in operation uh, above the uh, above zero, yeah. Uh-huh. But actually, uh, uh, and now I have the uh, I have the experience, and um, uh, unfortunately, it's uh, very complicated. Yeah, because I mean, I, I I did surveys on it many many years ago and wrote, wrote articles about it, that. It Russian clubs actually lose money with fans in the stadium because you have to set for policing, insurance, cleaning. If there's no fans in the stadium, you make more money. But you don't want that. You want fans out in Domodedovo to yeah. watch your team. But actually, we have just uh, 100 rubles per uh, ticket. And uh, if I uh, uh, complete the full stadium, I have uh, just 5,000 people and uh, you'll be... <laughs> Uh, Five hundred thousand rubles, and it's my <laughs> expenditures on the. It's less than my expenditures on to on to the make, to, Yeah, to make the game. Yeah, this is it because you spend more money to open it. I, yeah. I, I did this across all teams in Russia, and when we see, they say, "Oh no, they can make money." And Spartak make money. It's it's not true. Even if you charge five thousand rubles per ticket, you still lose money. But if you have the modern stadium. If you have VIP tickets and uh, lodge, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. VIP, VIP lounges, exactly, VIP lounge, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's why uh, it, it's a way to earn money from the match day, from match day revenue. Yeah. Okay, um, listen, uh, Andrew Flint is on the line. Andrew, you have a question for Yevgeny because uh, Andrew, by the way, is out in Tumen. He's a fan and works with FC Tumen. He also works with uh, Oralia Katerinaburg. Andrew, you've got a couple of questions. Fire your first one into us. Yeah, um, Yevgeny, thanks for joining us. It's fascinating to talk to somebody who's taken the journey that you have so far. Now, you've worked within Russian football for a few years now. Um, I'm interested what your opinion is on the size of the Russian Premier League. We've seen talks, proposals of a 12-team Premier League, and we even had a few months ago of an 18-team Russian Premier League. Do you think a 12-team Russian Premier League is the right size, And, and why do you think? Uh, this is a question. In uh, my view, uh, the move to 12 uh, clubs in Premier League um, will uh, give some advantages to top clubs. Uh, and I think uh, uh, they uh, will uh, earn more money from uh, much their revenues, from uh, potential increase the cost of uh, TV contracts and uh, sponsorship. Um, uh, because Will be more matches, more games between the named clubs, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it will be. Uh, I think it will be such a private club, actually, and uh, it will be very difficult to uh, to be here. And uh, but it will be very prestigious to get to the this private league. Uh, 
but um, in my case, it's interesting to this, in this scenario. It's interesting what uh, uh, what fate the other uh, leaks will have, and uh, uh, what will be with final PFL, and uh, what uh, what will be the other clubs, and uh, what the motivation uh, will have uh, they will have, and um, uh, maybe they will. Uh, will uh, earn more money as well because in uh, European leagues uh, uh, the money gets into the uh, downst uh, downstairs and uh, all of uh, leagues uh, have some privileges if uh, the TV contracts uh, increase uh, crucially. Uh, uh, sponsorship, money, sponsorship money is increasing and all of uh, uh, clubs are Beneficiaries of it. Yeah, that, that is. I mean, I. But I don't. I think I. I. I, I don't know the details of uh, this uh, reform, and uh, that's why it's very uh, complicated at the moment to describe the clear uh, my opinion. Okay, I, because because uh, many times and even quite recently, and I, I've written about it before that the the Russian Premier League it should be a ten-team league, and then you know then there just be two professional levels and everything else below it amateur because there's no money but it would you know it would kill clubs that are inefficient but it would help clubs who actually want to make money but as you said the big thing would be that if they play four you know 12 team league and each team plays each other four times Spartak and Loco play four times a year Zenit and Dinamo play four times a year but it's not good for teams like Vélez who are trying to just when they're doing things right and getting up they're blocked out. Andrew, you have, you have another question to fire, fire at Yevgeny. Yeah, um, Yevgeny, we've seen quite a lot of um, interesting nationalities arrive in the, the lower levels uh, this year in particular. Um, I'm just curious, for, uh, for a club of your, your stature, your profile, what if you could sign one player from outside Russia, realistically, do you have a particular player in mind or a particular type of player in mind? You mean uh, the uh, famous player, or well, or let's just say, let's just say this. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to make this easier for you, Gany, because <laughs> okay. because I, I, this it's a great question. Um, for example, God walks into Capital Sports Studio right now, right, mm -hmm. and she sits okay. down where Double N is sitting right now, and she says to you, because God is a woman, of course. God says, Evgeny Shilinkov, what player? And don't worry, I'll pay his wages. What player would you like to play at Vélez? Yeah, because the next I'm thinking season? about money, actually. Yeah, that, I know, I know. <laughs> she, but she'll say, don't worry, don't worry. I have the money. I'll, I'll sign his contract. Don't worry. What player would you want to have at Vélez? Um, at the moment, I, um, I, uh, I like uh, Holland and uh, Kylian Mbappé. It's well, we had to have one. No, you only uh, no. one. Yeah. Ho Holland, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Holland will come in. Uh, um, this be, before we, we move on, because I know Andy Mack has a question for you as well. Um, Yevgeny, could you just tell us, uh, what, like, what, 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 um, in terms of ambitions, do you think that other clubs uh, are yeah, kind of not too happy because most of the teams are state-owned teams or they're already very established? Do you think that they're looking at a team like Velas and kind of going, no, we don't want you in our private club? Um, uh, it's uh, possible. Could you explain it? Yeah. Clear, uh, so, what, do you think that you other other teams? Because of course, Venice Capital, who, uh, who you work with, uh -huh. who who are, are the main sponsor of the team, yeah. 
do you do very good business do you think that because of that other clubs mm-hmm. in professional football they're a little bit jealous of Vélez that, that you're running in a business mentality and they just have lots of money and they're throwing money at players and so on and so forth do you think the other teams are a bit jealous maybe um, I'm not sure actually it's uh, in Russia we have just several private clubs and uh, I uh, don't uh, see a lot of enthusiastic uh, to put money into the football in Russia uh, mostly uh, but uh, they uh, but I uh, hope that um, in future, maybe the um, system will change and uh, uh, it will be more similar like in Britain or, or Germany. And uh, I think we, uh, I hope that we uh, will see uh, more football, more private football clubs uh, and a lot of interesting collaboration between business and uh, football because it's a very interesting, a very huge ecosystem in terms of people, uh, interests, uh, companies, money and TV and uh, other things, and I like um, this game, and I and I like the um, idea to uh, create the private uh, football system in Russia. It's uh, my um, a dream. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's Andy Mike, you have you have a question before we we go ahead at the break for for Yevgeny. I'm going to sneak in two if I can. So first one, when you were setting up Vélez as a club, um, did you think to yourself, this is uh, I want to be like this club, or I want to be like another club. Is this? Did you think of a small club that had risen up, like maybe a Bournemouth, uh, in, Krasnodar, in, or, or Krasnodar? Did, did you model it on someone? And the second question: How did it feel beating Torpedo in your last game? I answer on the first question. It's easier. It's easy to start a new club. Instead of buying the old club, because uh, all of clubs in Russia, a lot of most clubs in Russia are government clubs, and uh, you cannot buy them, and uh, uh, it's unbelievable. And uh, it's easy to cre- to create the new because you don't have any debts, you don't have any problems, uh, old problems. I mean, from the previous uh, managers. Uh, uh, you understand what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in my uh, case, uh, I. But it's not so difficult to organize. But it's difficult to uh, complete the team uh, to invite uh, right people into your club, manager, uh, head coach, and uh, uh, and players because you uh, you don't pay a lot of money and you uh, are not a. Um, Good, good competitor for other clubs. You pay less, but you uh, uh, try to motivate uh, these people in another way, actually. But I, I, um, I'm learning in Stanford, and uh, I uh, receive a lot of knowledge about how motivate. Shh, don't tell them. Don't tell <laughs> okay, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my secret. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's very. Um, uh, we have very um, ambitious people in, into the club, and uh, I'm speaking about my players, my uh, head, my head team, and uh, administration uh, stuff. Um, and uh, we, um, uh, they are like my religion and uh, my idea, and uh, they. Uh, I suppose I hope that uh, they. Uh, uh, 
they like that what I uh, they are doing uh, that they do in the moment, and uh, I know that uh, the um, best uh, managers, tra uh, trainers, players after all, and I see uh, a lot of uh, offers for them uh, in, after the first part of season, and uh, it's uh, a result of our. Uh, Of your good work, yeah. Exactly. It's, a, it's a very good job for from our, our side, and uh, it's uh, very. But nice. answer the question: Was it good to beat Torpedo? Ah, but we are bet. We was we were, we were better than Torpedo, and we <laughs> be, beat them. Okay, that's <laughs> a simple answer to a simple question. Right, we're going to go out to break right now. Coming back with the big fat filthy quiz. Yevgeny's going to say almost he's going to take part this week. Uh, so uh, to go out to prep ourselves um, for uh, well for next one. One that it was a special request from a long time listener, uh, AVB, not uh, Andres Villas Ball, but another AVB. Um, this is Kings of Leon and Sex on Fire. Back after this with. Big fat, filthy quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it is that time of the show, that time of the week when we have, well, we basically test people's brains. And uh, yeah, we'll feast on brains here tonight in the studio. At least I will. Because, of course, we had to call in a reserve. Double N wasn't going to take part. He was going to be uh, my beautiful assistant for scoring. He was going to present the prizes. Well, we don't have prizes, but he was going to go here, his first place, second place. But now he's thrown it on to me. Because, of course, Isil Cody, our legal eagle all the way from Dublin, she cannot take part. So instead, uh, Dublin, he is going to come second in our quiz. So first of all, or not come second, but he will be in the second place. So I'm going to go out. The fix. It's not a fix. Stop saying fix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what Andy Mack is going to say. All right. Um, I'm going to say hello to everyone because, of course, we have uh, Peter P. You're on the line. I am, I am. Good. Oh, good man. Uh, Andrew. Okay, Double N, you're here. Yep, yep. Okay, uh, I can see across the table. Uh, socially distant, correctly as well. Uh, Andrew Flint, you're there with us on the line. I certainly am. Okay, Yevgeny Shilinkov, you're there with us. Yeah. Okay, you. so you're you remember you're playing for the pride of Velas FC. So you if, if this if you don't win, you're letting your club down. Okay, so cool. you're letting your people down. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. Okay. Uh, next up, of course, is Andy Mack. Andy Mack, you are there. Yeah, that is my leg under the table, Alan. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> I thought it was oh, not I thought, socially distant. I, <laughs> I thought that was my leg. Uh, there you go. Um, all right, and Alex B, you're there in Toronto. Alex B. Alex B, are you there in Toronto? Are you muted right now? <laughs> Alex B is on mute. Alex B. All right, we're gonna. We'll, I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he joined. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Maybe he will join us later. Make a dramatic return. <laughs> I think he did the last time. He just turned up and said, "Wait, wait, wait! I'm here." Uh, honestly, honestly, if I, if I had to bet my money, I bet he's scared. He's scared of uh, the likes of me uh, reigning supreme and winning this, taking over and winning this quiz. When was the last if you? Had, yeah. When was the last time you won the quiz, Peter? Oh come on! Don't do this to me. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you, you know, you know, you have you have all these, you have all these. You see, I'm, I, I'm the returning member, so I have to let the, the new folk in once in a while, all right. or else it won't be interesting. All right, okay, I'll let you away with that one. Right, um, listen, Peter P. After you answer your question, then you can, because you're going first. You can see if he is around. Okay, so you can send him a message to say get his backside on the line. Right. Question, uh, the first round is English Football Club nicknames, okay? Nicknames. So the first one for you, Peter P, is Burton Albion. What is their nickname? It's related to alcohol. So what is their nickname? Uh, and his name is Bernie Albie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Burton no, that's, a, Al- that's a legitimate question. I wasn't even trying to make this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, right. I, was, I was just in the, in the midst of like texting Al to see what, what, okay. what he's doing. <laughs> All right. right. Burton Albion, what is their nickname? Uh, and it's related to alcohol. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go with uh, Tequila Albie. Tequila Al. Tequila Al. No. Whiskey Al. No, it's not. No, no, no. You've had about 10 answers. No. Uh, No, it isn't. It's called the Brewers. 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 They brew. 
because it was famous. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, number two, double N. This is for you. Uh, they played today. Luton Town. What is their nickname? Luton Town. Um, let's say... Um, it's to do with making something, a, a kind of clothing, some part of your accoutrement. Um, I don't know. Dodgers. <laughs> the, the Dodgers? Yeah. <laughs> Andy Mack is pointing at his head. What's that like? The man buns or something? No. Vikings, maybe. Vikings, no. Vikings. It's not that, far off. No, it's the Hatters. The Hatters. Hatters. There you right. go. The Hatters. Okay, so the zero for you. Andrew Flint, this is for you now. Uh, Alex B is online with us. Lovely. Um, uh, the question for you is Rotherham United. Rotherham United. Rotherham, oh, the Millers. Yeah, very well done, the Millers. That is two points for, finally, we get someone on the points. Okay, uh, this is a good one for you again. You should get this one because you're very wise. There's a hint in this. Wise, wise. Think of this. Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, wise. What's wise? I know this club. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, my mad dogs. Mad dogs. <laughs> No, Peter P. Someone has surpassed you. For no, 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 don't no, no. It's no, it's the owls, the owls. No, no, no. no. I saw Andy <laughs> Mac helping you. No, give him the points. I'm going to give him one point. Okay, one point, one point for that one. Okay, because for initiative, initiative, right? Uh, Andy Mac, on to you. Uh, South End United. <laughs> the uh, wet and filthy shrimpers. Shrimpers, exactly. Well done. Two points. Uh, okay, this is a great one for you, Alex B. Hartlepool United. Okay? Now, they, they're also nicknamed the Pools, but they have a better name. It's related to an animal and something that you would do to a, a, a French sailor. <laughs> oh, that's not helping. Okay, Alex B. No, that's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> what would, what would, think about like a Napoleonic French sailor landing in England. What would happen to him? Oh, nothing good. Nothing that I want to say live on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on, quick. What? Okay, take a guess. It's it's an animal. Yeah, an it's animal. Something, something that w- yeah, something to an animal. If you give me the animal, I will then give you. I'll give you a point. Hmm. <laughs> Not a typical English animal. Not one you find in England that, no, that it's, often. It's, it's a it's a shark. It's a shark. No, it's yeah. they're called the monkey hangers. The monkey hangers. <laughs> the monkey hangers. Yeah, because the, oh, supposedly oh. they hung a monkey. The monkey washed ashore and they hung it up because they thought it was a French sailor. Now, okay, I don't know how many of them met French people before, but only a few of them look like monkeys. And they're usually the ones who like are, you know, kind of like, well, it doesn't make a difference. Um, the ones who are out sailing. Yeah, exactly. The ones who are out sailing. I'll be very careful to say now. Uh, right. Um, Okay, now we're back on to, uh, who is it? It's Peter P. Peter P. Okay, this is the missing word round, because we had to get through this quicker. We're going very slow on this. So, the one for you. Klopp, that's Jurgen Klopp, hopes what will be what for Liverpool? Klopp hopes what will be what for Liverpool? Klopp hopes to obtain victory for Liverpool. I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know who this Klopp character is. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> Who's got? Okay, I'm going to give you a point for that just for making us laugh. Right, it is Klopp hopes Burnley defeat will be turning point for Liverpool. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's, I'm keeping it very good today. Right, double N. <clears throat> Boys will what as new law comes into force? This is of course 
Joe Biden's new law. We were discussing it earlier on. So boys will what as new law comes into force? Man up or become men. <laughs> become men. No, it's actually the opposite. Boys will be girls. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you, I'll give you two points for that because that was funny. Boys will man up. Very good. Right. And uh, now we're on to Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint. Celtic, that's of course Glasgow. Uh, Celtic, title hopes what? <laughs> Celtic title hopes what? <laughs> Nice. Disappear into Andy Max dungeon. <laughs> it's kind of hanging in the balance. No, so that's, that's what off. happens. Well, a, few, a few things in the dungeon could be balancing. Who knows? I'm certainly that. not hanging. No, <laughs> not to the left. Right uh, to the right. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to give you three points around because that was quite funny. Right now we're at Yevgeny. Yevgeny, you can see what we do here, so you're okay. No matter what you do now, we'll be good. So. Poirier, Dustin Poirier from last night's UFC. Poirier, what? McGregor in UFC rematch. Poirier McGregor? Yeah. So Poirier, what? McGregor in UFC rematch. Um, Poirier, um, beat? No. Yeah, I, I'm going to give I'm going to give you a point for that. It's actually stuns, stuns. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'll give you a point. No, I can give you two points because you are kind of correct. It wasn't funny, but it was good. He was correct. So, talking <laughs> in English, it's my favorite occupation. <laughs> <laughs> and you just it's made not it. Conor McGregor's. Yeah, I just made a joke now. Right. Uh, okay, Andy Mack, over to you. So, Andy Mack, WTA stars get what thanks to quarantine? Uh, transgender ca- kangaroo boxing tournament. <laughs> transgender? No, it's. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you four for that because that is quite funny. No, it is get new tournament because of course <laughs> Easel Cody mentioned that earlier on. Right. So uh, final one, Alex B. Alex B. Uh, Premier League. This is Russian Premier League to lose what? Premier League to lose what? To lose everything. <laughs> it was my question yeah that should have been your question yeah. actually yeah that should have been your question uh, yeah Alex listen, I'm going to give you two it's like to lose four clubs under new plan okay right I'm looking at the scores right now uh, Peter P is trailing a little bit he's on one point uh, double N has two points same as Alex B so the younger crowd are they need to come on a little bit harder on this one right uh, Andrew Flint is in second place behind Andy Mack Andrew Flint has five Andy Mack has six and Yevgeny our newbie is on three points, so that's quite good. You're, 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 you're getting up to the top of there. You're yeah. doing well. Right, now there's English FA Cup questions. We're going to go through these very, very quickly. So, Peter P., this is your specialist round. English FA Cup. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you love this, baby. You love it. All right. The oh, yeah. F- FA that's Cup. That's I live for. <laughs> he asks, who's Jürgen Klopp? Who is this Jürgen Klopp guy? So He knows this. Right. Um, in what year was the English FA Cup first played? 1871? 19, uh, 1989. <laughs> 1988. No, no. I'm giving you the answers now. Just pick one of them. 
No, 18... I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> you, you got it wrong. 1871. Jesus, Peter. You were coming out all full of bluster that you're going to win, you're going to kick Alex B's ass, just like you know, Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady, but you've let us down. You've let us down, Peter B. Let us down. Right, uh, moving quickly on uh, to double N. Double N, the most epic cup finals without winning. Is it Blackburn Rovers or Leicester City? I think it's Leicester. Yeah, you are right. You thought right. It is five points for you. You've moved on to seven, double N. You are in the lead right now. Uh, okay, um, now we go to Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, the most defeats in FA Cup finals. Who's lost more, Man United or Man City? I'm going to go for United. You went correctly. Well done. They have lost eight, the same number as Everton. Right. <clears throat> now we are on to Evgeny. Evgeny, this is, this is one. You can, you can really put yourself on the map. You can put Velas into the Premier League with this one. So here we go. Oh, <laughs> Who has won the most FA Cups as a manager? Arsene Wenger or Alex Ferguson? Arsene Wenger? I or suppose Ferguson. No. <laughs> No, you no. suppose wrong. It's Wenger, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, if you said Roman Abramovich, I would have said, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, okay, so it was, uh, no, it was um, Arsene Wenger. Okay, um, over to Andy Mack. Andy Mack, who has won more FA Cup finals by percent? Uh, is it West Ham or Liverpool? Um West Ham. West Ham is correct. West Ham. Andy Mack has won today's show. But anyway, uh, yeah, they have won three out of five, whereas Liverpool have won seven out of 14. Okay. Uh, and finally, Alex B. Alex B, you're doing this to leap into joint second place, a share of second place. So, uh, or is it a share of second place? It is. No, it isn't. You're, you're third place. Okay. So, who has won more finals? Liverpool, or sorry, Chelsea or Liverpool? Chelsea or uh, Liverpool? Liverpool. No. Chelsea. Chelsea have won eight to Liverpool's seven, which means that da, 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 our winner tonight is Andy Mack. Andy Mack won on 11 points, strolling away. Well, actually, one point ahead of Andrew Flint. Um, you, get it, you did quite well. You finished on three points. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> Peter P. Peter, you disgraced me today. <laughs> you finished on one point. Alex, well, why do you have to put me on the spot like that? Because I was waiting for you to take home the bacon. Because you said you hate vegans. By the way, Yevgeny, what do you, do you like vegans or not like vegans? Um, I like meat. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's it. It's a side yeah. answer. Yeah, that's a good. I'm going to give him. Actually, I'm going to give you the win for that one. Well done. Okay, no, I can't. No, 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 no. Yeah, Ten points. Yeah, Ten yeah, points. Well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say goodbye right now to the guys in line: Andrew Flint, Peter P, and Alex B. Thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you. <laughs> Alex B is very unhappy with that. Uh, Double N. Thank you very much for this evening. Thank you. Okay, Andy Mack, thank you for a brilliant show, Stephen. I, I don't think I can top the enthusiasm from uh, the, the, the callers online. There. <laughs> no, they're so depressed and sad. <laughs> and Yevgeny Shilinkov, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Uh, you'll come back again and visit us when the season restarts, will you? Okay, I will. Thank brilliant. you so much. Brilliant. Okay, that is great. And by the way, folks, uh, if you look at um, Russian Football News, they have a brilliant video gone up right now about 2018 World Cup. So, RFN, Russian Football News, check it out. It is very, very good. And of course, Velas 
FC, FC Vellas, check them out, follow them, support them, because again, we need to support more clubs who want to do football the right way. Now, folks, we're going to go out to, uh, well, the end of the week, to Sunday night. Of course, uh, there is football on tonight. Uh, Everton kicking off against Sheffield. Against the Elves, against Sheffield Wednesday uh, at 11 o'clock in a few minutes, in two minutes' time. And of course, then the big showdown, the Buccaneers against the uh, Green Bay Packers. Okay, so uh, folks, enjoy your week. Have a great one. We'll be back uh, next Sunday, same time, same place. I'm Alan Moore saying goodnight for now. And we're going out the way Vélez will be soon as well, on top of the world. This is On Top of the World. Imagine Dragons. Have a great week, folks. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.